All right, so thank you for tuning in to InStyleAtlanta.com. I'm CJ, and today's guest is Princess Benton Lofters. Actually, <clears throat> it is producer. <laughs> producer Princess. Producer Princess, okay? You know, we ain't got no names around here. No. Just, just the names people give you. <laughs> exactly, producer exactly. Princess. How you doing today? I'm amazing. I am amazing. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. You've been up to some big things lately. Uh, listen, big things popping up, they say. <laughs> actually, actually, we got to take this back uh, some years. Okay. You've been up to some big okay. things since around yes. 2007, 2008. Right. Okay, homework, yes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> homework is here. Homework is here. So, you know, yeah. once okay. I got word that I was interviewing Miss Princess Benton Lofters, I had mm-hmm. to do a little research and then to come find out the creator and founder of one of my favorite shows. Okay. I still watch. I've been watching since day one. Okay, day one week. Up. We go. Okay, <laughs> week. I was about to test you. I was about to test you now. Go ahead, day one. I appreciate it. <laughs> right. No, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. This yeah. is you. So, you know what? People always say your reaction is a lot of people's reaction. They say, I'm today years old, or I just found out, or, you know, I think some of the really, like, like you said, diehard day oneers, some of them be like, oh, I think that's her. I think, you know. Right. And my name People will say my name before they know my face. Absolutely. So that's been an intentional um, thing of mine for, God, almost 15 years, right? I right. really stopped doing mainstream media, I guess. It's all lumped in one. Um, in 2012. Okay. So so a lot of people do that. Now they say, oh, wait a minute, I didn't know. Or they'll tie it to something someone else said and be like, right. wait, what? Are you princess? Because they know my name. They're right. Like, Producer princess? And that's how they find out. <laughs> That's me. So, yeah. All right. So, I, I got a question. Because being right. an Atlanta native, I know you have Jamaican roots. Mm-hmm. Are you an Atlanta native? I am I was born in Jamaica. Okay. I was raised in Canada. Okay. Right? I've been here now 15 years. So, what qualifies? Because every, every state is different. Every place is different well, you go to. New well, York is like well, you got to well. be here 20 years to be like from New York. Have, have you been Tell residing me. inside? When you first moved here, mm-hmm. did you reside inside of 285? Well, hey, hey, hold. That's a whole nother topic. So back to the, we're going to rewind this and tie that question back to the show. Okay. To the housewives. So what happened was <laughs> <laughs> when I first moved to Atlanta, mm-hmm. right? So I lived actually just outside of Atlanta. I lived in uh, Marietta at okay. the time when I, when I, right. Okay. So that's just to show you. I didn't really understand all these little pockets of, you right, know. Right, right, right. You you got to really be, say, okay, if you live in Atlanta, like you said, this whole 285 thing, I didn't yes. know all that. Okay, So when okay. I was putting this show together and the show came to fruition and we started filming and we were excited and me being the, you know, stupid Canadian, I'd be <laughs> like, well, it's all Atlanta. People were like. No, no, no. And they used to come for me like, oh, these girls are from Duluth. These girls, which is true. A lot of them they, were not. Yes. You know, yes. inside. I, I didn't know no different. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I almost one of them. Because I remember that. I was like, okay, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, okay. But this is Atlanta. good. Okay. I'm watching. Well, well, who is that? But not Atlanta. Who, who is that? Mm. I ain't ever seen nothing. Yeah. None, yeah. none of these but folks. That, but that was good, though. 
I think that that was the secret sauce to all of this. Okay. Was that the women weren't your main, you know, you didn't know them namesake wise. You couldn't, right. you couldn't identify them as somebody you've seen before. And remember, 15 years ago, you really didn't have the person that you could walk down the street and say, I know you from this or I know you from that. Reality television created that. Yes. Right? However, I think people were more so, from what I've seen, just bothered by the fact that they didn't reside in the perimeter. Right, I, right. I would say Atlanta, but, <laughs> but look, half the women weren't married either, so. Oh. Housewives. Oh. I mean. Right. I mean. Oh, wait. Okay, so half, wait. Wait, no. Back no, no, the, not no, necessarily no, no, on no, our no. show, but on the franchises in it in itself. Right? Okay, okay. So, so the I was going to say, in Atlanta, thing. you actually did a service to yeah. it where they were actually. They were. They were all married. But people were, a lot of people yeah. were saying. If you're, what is this whole housewife thing, which was not in any way has to do with the princess, right? Right. This, this was created by Scott Dunlop in the whole franchise itself. Right. In Orange County. And so for princess, it was princess's take on it, which is putting black women on television, i.e. Atlanta. Right. And making that a thing. Okay. So it was different. Here we have black women. There it was Caucasian women, right? right? So so that was my thing. I think a lot of people were uptight, honey, uptight. And then when they kind of heard, oh, it's a Canadian, Jamaican girl, then they were really like, oh, she ain't even from here. <laughs> oh, you it know a, what? Thing. But the thing about it is I do have to give you your kudos for that, for even just taking Atlanta and what Atlanta is, even the surrounding areas. Black people run this city, baby. Okay. This is what we do. And to have the representation of Atlanta yeah. and for you That's to go so out important. and pick those women, you know what? Thank you. I got to give you that. Representation I'm, I'm not was even going to lie. I got to give you that. Yeah, thank and you. And it makes me proud. So, I've been, like you. I said, I've been watching the show from day one. Okay. So, with that being said, yeah. how did you come to pick the, those, those women? women? Okay. So, for me... You know, again, I think that the fact that I didn't come from television, my mm -hmm. background isn't in television. I didn't go to school. I didn't go to Clark. I didn't go to these, you know, scads to become a television producer. It wasn't right. my, you know, dream all my life. What really happened was I think that this industry picked me before I picked it. Right. Okay. I feel like I was always meant to be in this position to do other things and to be able to create opportunities, right? The, the Lord already laid this path out for me. I just walked down it. I like but it. I, I like think, it. Yeah. And so I think that in picking the women, it really came with the backstory of that is, um, you know, I met a producer, and a Hollywood producer, and I'm giving you the short version, honey, because the story is too long for this segment. I, I read it. You had a mentor three, over a B, B, that well, used to work yeah. with BT or something mm -hmm. like that? And that's who I initially yeah. pitched. Yeah. So I initially pitched I my, my homework. TV plug. Yes, honey. <laughs> my TV pitch um, in an elevator. I like very much elevator pitch. I met him, heard that he was the senior or the former senior vice president of right. programming at BET, Curtis Gadsden. And I kind of was like, I have an idea. Just You know, I'm hoping this man, like six foot six, looking at me with his glasses, like who's this girl, little girl talking to me. Um, <laughs> and he gave me a chance to sit with him. And okay. literally, um, we I had an idea for video models at the time. Okay. Again, that. Not, a, not coming from television. I just had this idea. I wrote it all down, which now we know is a treatment. Uh, in our yes. world, we call it a treatment. Uh, and he graciously gave me his time and just said, let's do this. Let's figure out what it is you want to do because I feel like you have – the you have what it takes to do something big. Right. And he said that to me from the beginning. Okay. This is with no show, no nothing. It was just him helping me produce this reel. 
Um, fast forward, as I'm pitching that idea in, in L.A., the same producer I was meeting with, mm-hmm. I found out also did this Orange County show, Real Housewives okay. of Orange County, um, with a different production company. And literally, as it's happening, giving you the short version, I ended up saying, hey, I know you have this Real Housewives of Orange County, but where, where it's really at is Atlanta. Right. We have black women that wear fur to the games right. and drive, you know, Bentleys and live in the 5,000 square foot, 10,000, honey. We had a 10,000 <laughs> square foot Deshawn on the show. Okay. Square foot house. Okay. Um, and we live like that. We dress right. like that. We eat like that. We shop like that. Absolutely. And I kept saying, this is what needs to be seen. And I had the audacity to say, give me some time to put this together. Matter of fact, I said, give me three weeks to put this together and come back. And again, it's not the first time that okay. somebody has said, let's put some, you know, predominantly black women in a space like this. Of course. It was just the first time it was executed in a way that they can touch and feel and hold and say, oh shit, we got something. Right. This little Canadian girl really did do something. No, absolutely. And that's how it happened. It really, you know, my mentor, like you said, just kind of put me in the right place at the right time. And I met that I love, producer. And I love that. I love that. 15 years later, the rest is history. So Nini, yeah. Nini, one of my favorites. Okay, love Nini because okay. she come with it. She, she's the anchor. Yeah, I absolutely. Always call her an anchor. She, she's like, she's your villain and she's your hero okay. all at the same time. You know this what I'm saying? True. To be able, and it's it's not easy to play that role. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when she right, she right, okay. and when she wrong, she's still gonna be right. Yeah. But she, gonna, <laughs> I was about to say, hold on now, where are we going with this? <laughs> but she's I still can fill gonna, in that blank. <laughs> but you know. She she has such a strong presence on the right. show, and I especially in helping Real Housewives Real Housewives of Atlanta being that statement Period. show on Bravo. Period. How did you come to choose Nene? Okay, again, she chose the world. The minute I met her, I'm just gonna okay. say this: the minute I met Nene, I met her. I went to her house. So just to give you context as well. A lot of people feel like, and because I don't tell the story that often, now I will, um, felt like maybe there was a big production behind it and all these cameras came in and, you know, all right. this. No, it was me. At the time, there was no show. It was me running around Atlanta, um, hoping that these women that lived far out in Sugarloaf would sit down and talk to me. <laughs> all right. right. This girl, this Canadian girl. And I was like a kid. I was still in my 20s. I wore Converse. I was very... You know, little tomboyish. And that was literally me showing up to their house to say, hey, you know, I want to interview you. And, you know, by the time I get to their house, I've already talked to them on the phone and did all that. Right. But Nini was very much that. She took my call. She said, come on over, girl. And she answered the door. Um, She had wine in her hand. And I remember she hadn't eaten very much from what she told me. So by then she was a little tipsy. Okay. But what I what I loved about her was immediately I could see in her if I could I said if I could find four more women like this just even a little bit like this right I got something and I just she was so open mm-hmm. she believed in it which was really important because okay. I strongly believed in it right and right. it's hard to convince other women. And just people in general that you what you doing this show, girl? What you doing this little show, girl? What you especially <laughs> right. a girl from Canada, right? It's like, what girl, what are you doing? Okay, well, how is she TV show? Sure. She believed in it. Okay. From the very beginning, she was her authentic self. And the minute I met her, I was like, Oh my God, she's amazing. And if I could find 
more women like her. So right. I asked her, I love you. Right. Who are your friends? Who are your friends? She tells the story and that's it. I literally, now mind you, I okay. still had to okay them. Right. I still had to say yes. I still had to interview them. And I was interviewing other women in the city. Of course. But that core group. Might as well be friends in the Maybe. beginning. They were. And Might that, as well be friends because that makes that it even more interesting. So then that leads me to okay. Kim Zosia. Okay. When you found out about the whole situation with Big Papa mm-hmm. and then we never saw Big Papa. Okay. What did you, what, how did you think that was even going to translate on camera? Well, you got to rewind. So when I met Kim, similar to Nini, to be honest, I had already said I was only interested in, again, I was extremely bold and, um, I was, <laughs> I was pretty vocal without even, listen, I think okay. when you, when you go into something, not knowing your power or, or, or what you should be saying or not saying, like who's an executive, who's not, I didn't care. I don't know if you can cuss on the show, but I didn't oh, care. Absolutely. I said, oh, hey, sir, ma'am, um, I'm not interviewing anybody who is not black. If you okay. are. I period and everybody knows this is not a secret. I said I want an all black cast, right? I right. said that over and over. I was very um adamant about that. I kept saying I want women who look like me. You know, I was like if you if you brown, like you Indian maybe, you smith, you know, I was like, okay, we give a little slide. Right. But I, and I interviewed women that to me just represented what I felt like I wanted to see. Okay. And then here come Kim. Wig Kim. We, <laughs> we gonna call her Kim. Oh, that is Kim. the funniest nickname right, so ever. I silly. love it. She, she loves her wigs now. I don't think she shies away. But for me, again, I met her. Okay. Uh, Nini referred her. That was Nini's friend. And I remember going, ooh, girl, I don't know. Because, again, I have a very strict criteria right. for this situation. And it was my choice. Okay. There wasn't even, the ne- there was no network involved. It was Princess's choice. I love it. So... I say, all right, we gonna we gonna meet Kim. <laughs> Same thing. I knock on the door. Kim answers the door. She has a puppy, a Pomeradian, like them little puppies, Pomeradians, I think they're right. called, something right. like that, right? Right. Um, in one hand, wine in the other hand. She has furry bed slippers on. I remember it was like it, literally like it was yesterday, and she was Kim from. <laughs> I mean, she literally. Hey, girl, come on in. I want to say she had a cigarette in her hand yeah but i would not be surprised i would not be surprised okay (laughs) and i loved her and i said oh shit i might need to rethink this whole all black thing but to me it wasn't even rethinking it was about the ingredients that i knew it was going to take to make a successful show right and to be able to quote sell it right and make sure that these producers loved it so that that's how kim got in the fold and i think it was a wild card, unexpected wild card that was a blessing for us. Absolutely. It really was. All right. Yeah. So when it came to doing everything, shopping the show to them, mm-hmm. them saying yes, picking it up, shooting everything, there has been a lot of um, not so much controversy, but mm-hmm. talk in terms of women getting the credit mm-hmm. that they deserve for mm-hmm. the things that they have created, especially sure. black women. Yeah. And, um, Dwight is like one of my, like a family member oh, to me. Yeah. So even when I had a cu- quick conversation yeah. with him about you, he was like, she didn't get the credit she deserved. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. never got the credit she deserved. Sure. Yeah. I was even like, is her name in the credits? I went sure to, is. I went to some. 15 years later. Yeah. Okay. I actually went on, I saw one episode 
Um, I literally just watched it before yeah. we, I came here. It was season nine. It was the She Did That okay. episode where Sheree debuted her house because okay. it was finally ready. Hmm, okay, okay. Right, okay. so. Tell me, tell me. And then at the end, though, when Sheree's standing on the steps, she's like, thank you for everybody coming to be here, da, da, yeah. da, blah, blah, blah. All I was looking for was Princess lower Benson, left. Lofters, <laughs> yeah. lower left. And I was like, sis did that. Period. What did it take to get that Period. done? Period. Okay. So I'm glad you brought that up. A lot of people do talk about credit. And, and, and I think when you talk about credit, you talk about the verbalization of said credit, right? right. So saying the person's name, saying, um, declaring what you've done and making sure that people understand what you've done in terms of the physical act of doing. For me, it was more than that. When I, when the show, I worked on the show, first of all, <laughs> like after right. the show kind of, you know, came together very quickly and everybody was here filming. What I had the presence of mind to know is that um, I, I had value and I brought a great deal of value because I produced all the stories in order to get the show, this first season going. All of the things that you see in season one were things that all the girls told me prior to getting signed, right? Gotcha. Prior to the show being picked up. I understood my value. And so I'm working on the show, working with the girls. Everything is happening. And uh, one of the executives whispered in my ear and said, hey, look, have you negotiated a contract yet? And I hadn't yet, but okay. I knew I was going to. That was the plan. Right. And it, she kept saying, don't forget to. I know you're busy work because it was season one, honey. It was crazy right we were <laughs> guerrilla style for real we were guerrilla style in in real form if you look it up there is us running doing right. the job of 10 for every one person um but I kept remembering that remembering that I was busy every day I'd start early end late and I literally said I had to take time to make sure that I secure my mm -hmm. future and secure my legacy and that's exactly what I did I Halfway through season one, I got a lawyer, honey, great, amazing lawyer. I love and it. she did not settle or negotiate. She literally was like, oh, girl, we're not even going to entertain some of this stuff. Just keep on working, girl. You ain't going nowhere. Keep right. on working. And I kept working, working quietly, quietly, quietly. And when that contract came through, she said, as long as your name is in the credits for life, you're locked for life, and you get paid for life, that's it. Whatever you choose to do after that. You choose to do so if you want to stay public you want to go private you want to keep right. whatever you want to do it was the smartest decision i ever made and i'm glad that i listened to that advice because i could have taken a payout i could have done a lot of things right and then here you'd be looking up for my name like oh child you know this real child because where is her name and you'd have to i'd ha especially because i don't do i'm not in the media like every day like a lot of people right. are you'd really have to question it like oh shit. But you, you as a journalist and as an investigator have to say, let me look this yes, up, child. Yes. Oh, there it is. Let's go. Because Mariah Huck, she's mm -hmm. been going through it with Married to yeah. Medicine and having that fight and struggle. But one thing about it, I've always seen Mariah's name very big mm -hmm. on Married to Medicine yeah. when in the credits. So that's why when I, to prepare myself for this, I was like, wait, I made a couple of phone calls. I was like, have we ever seen Princess name in the credits? Oh no! Oh no! And I just She's said, you know what? 15. Let me just go pull up an episode, pulled up a random episode, random, and then there it was, right there. And I was like, okay, that answers my question Plain right there. Simple. And I think, yeah, you coming at this point in time on a new show mm -hmm. and having the experience of producing a really big show. Mm. 
people that are wanting to do the same thing need to know. Like, have your I's dotted and your T's crossed. Absolutely. That's my biggest takeaway. I think when people kind of get, because people get very, um, there's a lot of mixed feelings on, you know, me being more public about the creative side of things. And for good reason. I think as women, if we don't continue to credit ourselves and let people know that we exist and we are behind things, then like you said earlier, it just waters down who we are, right? It doesn't allow that other, you know, that 14-year-old girl saying, gosh, I wonder if I could do that. And then she pops up and sees someone like me, like you, and says, well, I think I'm like Mariah. I think I can do this. Right. I think that that's where it's important to make these conversations and have these conversations and just let people know, like, we, we are, we've been out here doing it. Right. You're right. And, um, but from the, the other lens, like the <laughs> in front lens, I think a lot of people confuse um, being in front of the camera and behind the camera. There's a lot of like confusion. Mariah did it the right way where she put herself on her own show. Right. So she could get her credit <laughs> and let people know who she is at the Absolutely. same time. So, you know, I mean, it's television. So how do you, how do you feel when you have somebody that's like a Andy Cohen mm-hmm. that wants to come and kind of take credit for everything that you put together in terms of that specific part of the franchise? Yeah, I see, I don't see it that way. Okay. Right? I think... I don't know. Maybe it's the Canadian me. Maybe it's the, the you know, I'm a very, very um, diplomatic person. Mm-hmm. I give, I, because I understand the behind the, the scenes framework of everything, mm-hmm. I'm never bothered by any of that. Because at the end of the day, Andy Cohen is who said yes to me. A lot of people don't know that. I like the way you put that, though. Absolutely. He had not said yes to this franchise. He was the senior vice president of programming for Bravo. For years. Okay. So some people know that. Some people don't. I'm sure most people know that. Right. And absolutely. what he was was the yes man. Period. He said yes to Princess. I am grateful for that forever because he could have very well said, uh, no, we're we not going <laughs> to try this here black show. Right. But he very much was interested. And um, that being said as well, the the politics behind the executives and who does what and who gets credit for what and right. how that all works and why people don't get executive producer credits and only, you know, all these things are all the red tape. Right. And it's, it's difficult for you to sit and explain it all. But just to answer your question, Andy uh, was the one who was behind Orange County. Right. He then said yes to Atlanta. He did, then said yes to New York and Beverly Hills and He's that person. Mm-hmm. Um, he also was able to do something for himself that many people aspire to do, and some are now doing it, the Carlos Kings of the world. Right. He said, hey, I see an opportunity for me to tie myself to something that I did. I don't take that away from him. Right. I should have been a smarter bitch and did that myself. <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted that line, right. like, I never right. wanted it. But he loved it. He okay. basked in it. And I think that he is. he created a lane that he could do that. But the thing about it is now, though, it's like you are now in a position where you mm-hmm. creating Real Housewives of Atlanta yeah. for it to be what it is and 15 years later, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, bold and bougie mm-hmm. is what you're on now mm-hmm. where you put yourself in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. 
Now it means it's time for you to have a one-on-one sit-down with Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live. Listen, let's claim this. Let's make it happen. Let's claim it. Like, seriously. Period. I, I agree. I think that, you know, I met Andy years ago. And Andy had a very specific role, even with the reunions and so on and so forth. For me, I never had the desire to do mainstream media, much less that big platform of, of media, right? Right. I think, though, when thinking about it and understanding that you do need to put the faces with the names now. You have to. That is the reason why I'm, I'm even on this show that we're talking about, right? Right. So many people for so many years. Let me let me just say this. We TV would never, ever, ever, ever put me on their network saying, hey, I'm the Real Housewives. If no. that shit wasn't a thing and true. Absolutely. They not trying to go, they not Absolutely. here for any of that smoke. So them, the executives over at uh, Truly, um, at um, Kingdom Reign, mm-hmm. the other people that were involved, understood the importance of giving uh, this black creative female her flowers. They right. understood that. And they were very much like, how we going, what we going to do? How we going to do this princess? And they wanted that for me. And I think that I appreciated um, the platform in which to tell my own story and write my own story right. so that other people could stop writing it for me. Absolutely. That's I what agree. happens. Right. So, no, I think that one day I will sit down with Andy. It's just never been a thing. It's never been a no. No. Gotcha. Ever. It's just been a, I've never, listen. When I want something, I just say, hey, connect me with Andy. I like that. Let's make this happen. That's how I am. So I've never, child, none of that bothers me. (laughs) None of that bothers me. All right. So before we go on to the future and present endeavors that we're talking on that you have going on, I got one more question for you when it comes to Real Housewives of Atlanta. Let's do it. When Nene left, how did that make you feel? Um, Anything that will not benefit the franchise always makes me feel like that's my baby. I know. I always want my babies to to do well and to flourish. And let's just be real. The longer and the better the show does and longer the show survives is, again, a reflection of Princess because it's part of my legacy. Absolutely. Like I said, I have no shame in saying I get credited, I get paid, period, every year. So for me, it's smart business to know that if you have a great – Part of the show, um, listen, the fans love it or hate it, whatever the case may be. Right. Um, I always feel like people should always get um, an opportunity to, to, to fulfill what it is they're trying to do. Now, I also will say there is an expiration date on certain things. And sometimes that happens whether you agree with it or not. Got you. Right? So that could very well have been the case. But I think that, you know... I don't, I don't ever want to see anybody go because I'm no, I, cool with everybody. I think she just needed to pull a Sheba Sheree, you know. She had it on, you know. She was baking it, and then later on it came to fruition. There it is. She took a break, and then she came back. Listen, so you Things know. have happened. Yeah, they have. Things have happened, right? They have. I've seen people pop up. Like you, popping up on Bold and Bougie. And pop up. Popping up on Bold and Bougie. Okay. You seen that? <laughs> you see how you just I did that? <laughs> Cause now I've not even seen that little trailer. Someone had to send it to me. Oh my you know, god! My publicist or someone sent it to me. Chat. I said, "Wait, what is this?" Because now you have gone from producing people mm-hmm. to now being produced. Being produced. Mm-hmm. What's going on with that? Tell us how how you like that. How I like that. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, no. You know what? Again, it was really. I got a phone call from Kingdom Rain from mm-hmm. Carlos King, who owns Kingdom Rain. That is my baby. 
period. He started with me. He's only a few years younger than me, but Chaz, my child. They're all my children, <laughs> even the older I love ones. It. And um, listen, it was such an unexpected conversation, and it went like left very quickly. We were talking about one thing, and then it was like, and then all of a sudden he was like, producers want to call you and talk to you. And I was like, oh, okay, about what? You know, and then it just kind of, the conversation naturally started to go towards, look, before you say no, this is what we think. Mm-hmm. And we just think that this and that, and it's it's an ensemble group of women. And, you know, again, it was more about shining a light on female creatives and giving me an opportunity, let's just say, and also the world to see a me, right? right. And know um, and that's how the conversation started. And I was like, oh, Lord, wait a minute now. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't, um, I'm not a very reactive person. So I kind of was like, all right, cool. And, you know, right. listen, I hate when people say, yeah, they approached me on the show. And I was like, oh, no, child. You know, because 90% of the time, <laughs> that is like, not yeah. the case. Tell okay. them, t- tell us what they be doing, sis. What they be doing, sis. First of all, <laughs> first of all, DMs, messages, text messages, messages through other people. I get messages, people message my husband talking about, uh, so I got a friend, her name is Jennifer, she beautiful and she should be on Housewives, can you tell your wife? Or people will just straight, oh I've been God. bribed, I've been every single thing. What's the best bribe? Because for years and years, I would still do interviews and bring people on the show. What's the best bribe? People... Cars, money, <laughs> like girl, like hey, look, look. They, I know they pay sometimes, but girl, I'm gonna pay you, okay? I'm not kidding, yo. I might get in trouble for shit, shit, but I'm telling you, this is the type of stuff right. that people do, whether it's to me or other producers, because they understand the platform, right? Absolutely, overnight, it's a big platform. Sis. How we, <laughs> overnight, how we gonna do this? It's overnight, sis? overnight. Especially that one? Exactly. Overnight, baby. You put yes. your you put your big toe in there. Yeah. And but you can't buy that type of advertisement. So don't get it. <laughs> girl, you know you wanna do this. Let me girl. find out I just found the plug. Girl, they, who wanna be on housewives? Shit. Who wanna be on housewives? That's what they do though. <laughs> they wanna be on this show. So but people do this whole, I don't know. And and listen, again, because I mean people really do know me, right. I really truly was like I don't know, bro. Right. Let me, let me, I don't, I wasn't like, oh God. No. I was like, I understand the, what comes with it. She over there laughing at me. (laughs) She, listen, I'm crazy now. Uh, Which is probably why they put me on. Love it. They, they, I understand what comes with being on the other side of the camera. Right. Right. Now, I'll say this. I'm not familiar with it because, and people don't understand this either, but this is true tea. I don't go on set. And I haven't been on set in years and okay. on any of the shows that I help develop and interview. I do the fun stuff. I do this stuff. Right. This who you are, girl. Tell me about yourself, girl. Get, let me get on your business, honey. You got, you know, you marry, girl. You date. That's what I do. I do right. the fun stuff. I pitch them to the network, production companies, producers, and I watch them flourish into these beautiful on-camera personalities right from afar from my house from the beach right? i love that okay. i don't do all the onset stuff because it really truly is not something i signed up for and people have asked me to hey you should show run and you should be no ma'am no sir <laughs> she is not cut out for that but, she is not cut but you have definitely signed up now well i, I this is thing not as a producer as a cast member. no i know That's what, so, exactly so seeing what these producers go through mm-hmm. to get us bitches in line. Like, girl, if you don't cut, 
Come on. Let, what are we doing? Pulling secrets out because they sat there in front of you and was like, girl, what's your husband doing? What you doing? How long y'all been married? All Where's that. the last vacation? All that. All that. And listen, and what, I, I, I know what I signed up for in that respect. But it's it's definitely, I I have now gained a new level of respect okay. for people who have been on television. Yes. Period. Yes. It is a, uh, it, it's an intro. All the other women who are on this show have been on television multiple times. Okay. I have never. Uh, I think for me, it was, you'll see, because my face is like this half the time. Like, yeah. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's either like that or like, or like, I, I make a lot of faces. So okay. they be making fun of me over there. Like, girl, your faces, because she'll be like, ooh, or, or, or I'm like, ooh, I gotta go. <laughs> I no, gotta, yeah, you can't run from that. I gotta go. Okay, so okay, let's break it down. Cause you, you help because you help produce one of the biggest shows mm-hmm. that we've seen on mm-hmm. television, and everybody tunes in every the single fun year. Stuff now, but right? Go ahead. But I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. you yourself cannot be shocked or surprised. I'm not. Because at what point have you? At what point during filming mm-hmm. did you stop producing yourself? Uh, you know what? That's a good question. Because, yeah, I went into it, well, c- contrary to, it depends on who you ask. Because <laughs> I wasn't producing myself. I was more like, oh, shit, how do I produce myself? What do I got to do, do in this situation? You pre-plan things in your head. I, you know what? I was in my head. I think it's natural. <laughs> Even if you've been on television for years, right. when you get behind the camera, the camera turns on for the first, you know, couple minutes or so, you'd be like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, Depending on how you are, and I am pretty, I am direct. Okay. Um, you know, I would say probably people say I'm the nice one on the show. I'm very diplomatic. I'm very loving, all that stuff. But I'm very direct. Okay. So depending how the conversation's going, you see the, I forgot the camera's there. You you do see that where it's like, now what now? It, it happens. But I think that's what happens on TV. When, okay. you, when the camera is on you, you truly forget mm-hmm. that the camera's on you. And you be like, oh, shit, did I just say that? Did I? It took me a little minute to right. say, princess, just be yours. Because I was very much being myself. But I think even in being myself, I was altering. Um, of course. You know, you kind of think, well, you know, child, I don't want to do this. I don't want to embarrass my kids now. And my husband, a little doctor husband of mine now. <laughs> right? Because he a whole doctor now. It was something you think about. Okay. I think towards the end, I was like. What, uh, what are we doing? Because, okay, let's... Like, and I had fun with it. Right. I will say it is an experience that I enjoyed because I enjoyed all the girls. Right. I really loved the girls on the show. Good, bad, whatever you want to say. I was like, girl, I like you. So that was about to be my next question. Yeah. Did you all... Were you all friends at we, first? Or did you just know each other or know of each other? We knew of each other and knew each other to some degree. I okay. think um, for me, I was most familiar with Tamika. Because we had spent time in the last couple of years, ironically, just around each other. She'd come to parties I'd have and I would support things she does. Um, mm-hmm. I've known Malaysia for years indirectly, but not hung out with her. Uh, Gaucher, I've known for years. We kind of run in the same circles. And um, Crystal Renee was the only one I didn't really know had never met and met her and was like, oh, girl, I feel like I've known you forever. So right. for me, it was easy. I wasn't like moved by the not knowing someone i actually liked that okay because then you don't get a 
you know, you don't get a thing in your mind where you're like, oh, girl, that's not how you really are. I don't know how you really are. Right. <laughs> I don't know how you really are. So. All right. No so, judgment. With you knowing, being familiar with Tamika and knowing her for a few years. Yeah. And then Malaysia. Did you watch any of the other shows that they were on before? So with Tamika, no. Not, not, to, I might have caught something here or there. I feel like it was probably too long for me to just I tune into something and I'll be forgetting like right did that happen I'll be forgetting um with Malaysia yes I was more familiar with her because I watch basketball wise because I have different you know acquaintances and you know friends and again small circle right everybody knows everybody so yeah I've watched basketball wise probably more than anything else so I was really? more familiar with uh with with uh Malaysia okay yeah okay. And, and and nothing else really none of the other shows all right mm-hmm. so it's it's five of you. Five, yeah. Five powerful women. Uh-huh. Big personalities going there. Yeah, so you know where I'm going uh-huh. with this. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Where you going with this? How many times are y'all shaking the table or would y'all having like a lot of kubaya moments? Listen, I'm really, I'm princesses. First of all, princess was princess. Y'all, y'all hear me? Princess was. Ow. Ow. <laughs> you know that's doing it. <laughs> Princess was princess all okay. the time. And I think that I can only be myself. Okay. Towards the end of production, the producer was like, bitch, you really just prince. I'm really just me, for real. And so I just did. There's moments where you're like, you know, I had my moments for sure. Where I think with anybody, if you feel like, you know, you being kind of, you know, pushed in a direction you don't want it, mm-hmm. the, the, the natural defense is to be like, wait, what? Especially right. if you're not, I'm not a punk now. So, you know, clearly I didn't accomplish all this. accent to come out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. what pushes Listen. that button to the accent to come out? <laughs> Jamaican accent. Yes. Put me around some other Jamaicans. Because <laughs> I do say some shit on the show like who mans is this? <laughs> who brought, whose man is this? Like there's stuff on there that they're like, oh girl, this girl definitely Jamaican. And I mean, listen, I feel like we didn't shake the table per se. And maybe things are perceived that way once you watch it. I'm just saying. Right. I didn't shake no tables, you know. I shook my shook my neck, shook my back. Okay. You okay. know, I did some things, but it was just out of how I felt at the time. The good thing is, I feel like we as a group collectively had a lot of great conflict resolution. Okay. I don't think there's enough shows that do that. So we would be like, girl, what? And then you'd be like, okay, so when you had did that, right? We got to talk about that. Right. I loved that. Okay. Like, we going to talk about it, girl? Okay, let's talk about it. Because you don't see that a lot. You get a lot of do, 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 do. And then right. they walk away. And three episodes later, we still talking about it. We're so mad. <laughs> <laughs> but you do know, you have to know that I feel with five powerful women like yourselves, yeah. you guys all have names. Yeah. Your names are recognizable, house, some household names, sure. right? Sure. You will, There will be a comparison to your creation. Absolutely. They got Manetta. You got Crystal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Y'all got Malaysia. Who they got over there right now? You know? I mean, not comparison. to say. Like, no, comparisons. Yeah. And just it. in terms of, like, fame. I get it. It's going to be a comparison. I get what it. What do you have to say to that, to people that want to do Every that? Every smart producer produces smart. Okay. The end. So, at, okay. at the end of the day, if you are not a smart um, producer, you won't be able to see, hey... There might be space for another group of women who might be like this. I don't right. think we are the same. Um, that, 
that's just my personal view. I feel like even as a cast, we're just so different. When you line mm-hmm. us up and you kind of see us, like when we're together, you're like, okay, it's a right. pretty bunch of bitches that are, you know, some bosses. But really, it's like there's something for everybody in okay. this cast. It's a little bit of like, okay, you know, you got a little bougetto, you got a little hood. <laughs> you know bougetto. what I mean? You, got, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got a little Canadian speak proper, whatever. And then you've got, you've got a little bit of something for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I think that there won't be a heavy comparison in that way. There will be similarities that any smart producer, the foundation has already been laid. Right. Right. By shows like Housewives. Right. right. Why recreate the wheel, child? We just going to stick some other women in there <laughs> <laughs> and we going to do the thing. Except this time everybody knows their name. Well, that. Except, except for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, princess! People know your me. name, the yeah. name, but they don't. Do, I'm oh, so listen. I'm so happy that I'm the one that has never. You know, they're gonna be like, "Who's this?" And she did what? Okay, you right. know, I love that. I love that for us as a culture, and not not just princess. I love it for us as a culture because we get to find out who the black girl is. Absolutely, who did the show? Absolutely, that's great for the culture. I love it. Period. Now, on the show. Mm-hmm. I had the privilege to come to your fashion show. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, welcome. I enjoyed myself. I didn't have any gluten-free options for food, (laughs) but the drinks, I was taking them down, baby. I was taking them down. (laughs) Next show, gluten-free options. I got you. I got you. Oh, my gosh. So with you in fashion, um, we were in Dillard's. Yes. Yes, we were in Dillard's. So, And you're about to actually have some of your own pieces in Dillard's. Tell us a little (laughs) bit about that. Listen, I think that, again, um, knowing what platform is great for you and mm-hmm. being able to capitalize on that in the moment that matters is where I am, right? I've been in television and kind of hopping in and out, and I've done several other things. We own a dental practice, shout out Smile Envy. Um, you know, and I think that I've represented quite a few things well, and I felt like for me, fashion has always been my passion. Fashion has saved my life, literally, okay. and I feel like, because it's loved me, I needed to pay attention to that. Because a lot of times I would show up and I'd feel horrible. I'd be having a terrible day. Right. And the first thing people would say is, bitch, now you sure know how to fucking try. You know, they'd be really into what I'm wearing or asking me questions and so on. And I just started to just listen. Um, one thing about us as women or as, as uh, the culture, we need right. to pay attention to the signs. If somebody says to you over and over and over again, girl, your hair always be laid, bitch. And hair's oh, your thing. You. Yes, thank girl. You, you. you got to pay attention to that. <laughs> no, absolutely. You got pretty skin. If people say things to you and feed into it, they're planting seeds into you. Right. Right? Okay. So all across the world, you walk through your day, you're in the grocery store, someone's telling you your skin is pretty. On and on and on everywhere you go. Do not dismiss these voices as noise. Okay. They do not dismiss these voices because what they're really doing, your friends, your family, whoever, they're letting you know, hey, this is this is this is part of who you are. You gonna right. follow it or you gonna let it just drift away? Because you easily can miss your mark, right? Absolutely. For me, that's what it was. I just love fashion so much that I started to say, let's pay attention to this. People keep saying, let's pay attention to it. And then, ironically, as God would have it, this platform came. And I said, oh, shit. Okay. I was going to do the fashion show anyway. Right. It's my second one. Oh, so nice. I've had to deal with Dillard's now for a year. Um, first as, as an influencer who knew that 
what? I, I don't know what, what I got to do. You're going to give me a check to put on some clothes. Okay. And it was fun. And then right. it was like, what can I do with this? So what is the, what is the next level of this? And for me, it was, I'm doing a show. What do I want to do next? Okay. I want to design a very small collection for princess. Okay. And I, and I said, okay, well maybe I could do that on the show. And I didn't think I had time, but the owner called me and said, you do, you have time and you can do it. Oh, wow. Got two weeks. But go ahead and do it. And I did. And so that's what you got to see was me showing pieces from Dillard's, but also at the very end, throwing in four pieces that were my very own um, designs. I literally Mm -hmm. sat with the designer while we Skyped because she was in L.A. and told her, I want it like this. I want it bodiced. I want, Mm -hmm. you know, a full jumpsuit. I want my coat, you know, very, I'm very inspired by uh, like Balenciaga oversized type of things. Got you. That's what I did. And so oh. that's what you've seen. What type of bond did that help create between you and Tamika? Because she also does fashion. She was doing fashion for a long time. Yeah, Tamika's the OG. I say that a yes. hundred million times on the show. It it just strengthened the fact that I know that um, women around me, again, I would love to pass the torch on from what I do to another woman, right? Especially if she's mm-hmm. in my cipher and right around me. Absolutely. I want to do that. I feel like Tamika's like that too. She just was like, oh yeah, well, you know, this is what I do. Now she's a creator and a designer. Mm-hmm. So she went from styling to cre- to creating her own line. Right. I aspire to do that. And so for me, I just soaked up what she gave me um, and took it and, you know, ran with it. Like I already had my own vision right. to have somebody sit beside me and be like, Girl, I did this, and this is this is the up and the down of it. Absolutely, you know. And hopefully, she'll teach me more stuff next season. That's the thing. Um, doing things like that, we have to have more open dialogue and communication. Like it goes back to the conversation we had earlier, where it's like people see you doing this, they want to know, they want to do it, they can do it. You know what I'm saying? And you guys are paving the way for them to do yeah. this. So I like that. I'm an open book. I mean, shit. no, I love I ain't it. even. I'm not even. Shady type, I don't care. So I want to do a little segment of Hot Topics with you, but okay. before we get to that, sure. philanthropy. Yes. I know you're big in philanthropy. I am, very. Tell us yeah. a little bit about that, too. So um, several things. Um, my husband is an orthodontist. So, um, we have our own dental firm. And so for years. Okay, married to medicine. Yeah, okay. Married to medicine. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> I'd have told you now. People didn't, didn't talk to me about TV. Exactly. Oh, but no, so for years we've kind of been in the community teaching oral health. On my own side of things, I have a, a nonprofit called Merging Budding Nonprofit. I'm so proud of it because it's growing. Okay. Uh, producing princesses. And so um, I just basically mentor young women, 14 to 18. I started in LA, uh, Lock Collegiate and Compton, honey, in 2014. Okay. And I loved it so much that I just kept saying, I need to continue to do this. I just need to. So I just wrangle all my friends, you know, the Jazzy McBee, who's my buddy. She has a great foundation um, and say, hey, like whatever you're doing, I'll either do it with you or, you know, put me into what you're doing so I can mentor these young women through our organizations. And so that was actually what the proceeds to my fashion show went to. Mm -hmm. And we bought a bunch of um, coats and book bags and. Actually, we ended up buying a young lady a gift, which was so special. I won't even share the moment because she'll be embarrassed. But um, it really meant a lot to me to do that for her. And it was just a conversation that I had. I was okay. like, what am I going to do with this? And she popped up. And so those types of things for me are really important. And that's kind of my give back. Um, okay. And I really love it. And it's, you know, producing princesses, fitting. So Princess over here sowing seeds. Oh, hi, Glenn. Sowing seeds. I see you, sis. <laughs> 
All right, so we got a couple hot topics okay. in the press going on right now. Mm-hmm. I may so or may look, not. Look, y'all see this clip? I, I hate this And I may not know <laughs> the shit. Let me just disclaim a bitch. People ask me stuff. I swear to God, I won't no. know. I'll be like, I'll be like, I don't even know what this is about. I promise you. They'd be like, girl, you lying. Ask them. I swear to God. Go ahead, though. Okay, all right. Number one thing. What? Hot topic. Okay. Siraji P. Henson. Yep. Equal pay for black actors and executives. Mm -hmm. You know anything about it? I don't know anything, but I have certainly have an input now, Chad. Oh, yeah, exactly. This. Um, We have been underpaid for years. Mm -hmm. It goes without saying that it is not a secret. That as um, black creatives, um, even on the in front of the camera side, so whether it's producers or, or actors or people in entertainment, we have been making less money than our white counterparts for years. This right. is a fact, right? Look it up, right. period. This is not a debate. And so I think someone like her just kind of saying her truth and wanting to be able to, to verbalize that, I think it gave people courage to... Talk about it, right? Um, and and she came from such a such a honest place. You could see it was gut wrenching for her, but it was scary too. And I thought that was really that that takes a lot of braveness to Absolutely. be vulnerable enough to talk about something that may not be widely because people will still say, "Well, bitch, you make a lot of money now. Would you complain?" At the end of the day, fair is equal fair. pay. Equal pay. Equal is is the yeah word. equal. And so, you know, and then, of course, the the men and women thing, I think she touched on that, too. I think that was probably the bulk of what she's talking about. That's a fact as well. I think the scary thing from what she said for me was it makes her want to quit acting. Yes. And that right there, we already don't have that much mm-hmm. representation, mm-hmm. you know. And even though we do have up and coming, we still need those OGs. Imagine this. You just said it made you scared from the from the on-camera side from her wanting to quit acting. Imagine if black producers wanted to quit producing because they weren't being paired fairly. Now right. we really have a problem. Now, now we really have no representation. That's a nightmare. That's nightmare. a whole nightmare. That's a nightmare. And so that is that is what is truly concerning about the entire thing. Um, not a new topic and certainly I think one that I, I don't know that that's ever going to be fully... Um, fully fulfilled right you know well now in our, you, in our lifetime but I, I will try well now you got two crowns to wear you still gotta keep producing and now you gotta <laughs> oh, be in front Lord, of the camera now, now you got two jobs now you stuck now you here not close to shaking head. <laughs> double check that's all i heard oh, all i heard okay. was double check double, yeah hey i'm about that now um so bethany is coming forward about reality pay mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that so again i'm all for equal and i'm all for fair Right. Right. I do feel like at times, no matter if you're on the in front of the camera, or behind the camera, you will feel that you're not being valued. I think we all go through that at some point. Right. Right. But if it's on paper, it's if it's in print that you're not being valued and being paid what you should be. Or there's an opportunity for you to understand the behind the scenes of it all. Like how much money really out here and how much right. money we get or what is the sacrifice for me putting my life out here? Um, I think we are all going to be able to relate to that feeling. However, someone like like Bethany has a platform in which to speak on it. Right. Right. Um, television has been good to a lot of those girls. It, you know, it's also it's also done some damage. Absolutely. Um, I am for the stance of at times, 
and I, and I say this with caution, you, you know what you sign up for. Okay? okay. Does it make it fair? It doesn't make it fair. I signed up for a whole in front of the camera thing, and mm-hmm. I might at times be like, well, this shit ain't fair. Well, wait a minute now. How come I'm not this? Make more money, more famous, and why this and why that? How come they don't want to? Right. I'm always, you're always going to feel that way. I think that there is some validity in um, everybody's point of view, especially if it's personal. Mm-hmm. Um, she has the experience to speak on it personally. So what about in a situation because normally when these shows come out, especially when they're brand new shows, new concepts, mm-hmm. never really done before, yeah. the base pay is pretty low because mm-hmm. they're probably trying to figure out where it's going to sure. go, right? Yeah. And then as it grows, then negotiation yeah, you negotiate. happens. negotiate. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you get to a point where it's like you're negotiating, you know your star power. Mm-hmm. You know your value and your worth. Is it okay to walk away? You should walk away. But they don't. Girl, well then. They don't walk okay. away. Okay, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. Some people, and this is where it goes back to having a full plate. So if you got your plate, you got your potatoes, you got your meat, you got your vegetables, you got a whole lot going on on your plate. Right. You're good. If you remove them vegetables, you're still straight. You're going to be able to eat. I'm always going to eat. Right. Right. So for me, reality, if you go into something and you're like, this is it. This is all I got. This is my whole thing. You're dumb. Like, not dumb. Because what's going to happen is you're going to wear yourself out in that one lane, running in that one lane, and this is all you have. And now you're trying to negotiate because it's all you have. Right. For some people, not for all, there's been some savvy, savvy reality show stars that have, listen, Love it or not, Bethany's one of them. Yes. Bethany was able to, now I will say this, hope I don't get in trouble. It it could have it could have something to do with her personal fan base and um her ethnicity. Got you. Could it could. Understood. Understood. Right? Completely. We can say the same thing for our own personal, like, you know, hey, I'm Jamaican. They're gonna rock with me because I'm Jamaican. Right. So so I think that if you're smart, you have different avenues of income. Mm-hmm. You're able to create great opportunities. Reality TV is a commercial you cannot pay for. I got enough money, honey, to, to, to call We TV now and be like, hey, drop me this 30-second spot. Right. You know how much money that costs? Right. Girl, these, these little ads are expensive. Right. And ain't nobody trying to do that. Unless you really, that's part of your what you're doing, it's extremely expensive. But you pop on the camera on the other side, this is a 9 to 8 to 12 to 14 week commercial right. for yourself. So right. you better market yourself and do something proper with your moment. Absolutely. So some of those women, I think it come, some of the people in general, you just have to take your moment and market yourself correctly. Get a great team who can help you with that. And make sure that you seize your opportunity and make the best of it. Some people don't do that. And that's why they're possibly... At times, not all the time, right? They have an issue with what's going on because they're not able to walk away. So, okay, let me ask you about this one yeah. cast member, um, Phaedra, mm-hmm. dug herself in a hell of a hole, got kicked off. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> See, I wasn't even gonna go there, yeah, but you but... can't. I don't know nothing about <laughs> no, it. No, no. But with that being said, yeah. she dug herself in a hole, got kicked off a show. It's her point of view, y'all. I okay. mean, that's that's okay. That's, you're, a, you're a viewer that, and a fan, so you're I able mean, to say it. Yeah, no, absolutely. You so with whatever that, you want to say. <laughs> so with that being said, yes, ma'am. Now she reappeared on a couple different 
like spinoff things that go, were going on, and now she's on Married to Medicine, right? Smart. I'm What's not. The next question. <laughs> That's very smart. No, very smart. But at very the same smart. time, do you watch Married to Medicine? I, I actually I know people are married to medicine, so I pop in it out. Right. So on the new pop season, it, it looks like she is trying to learn how to play the fence a little more okay. to be able to stay on TV. Mm. Because maybe not being on TV before might have just it's almost like an addiction. You, I was gonna say this. For some people we talked earlier about some people may want to be on TV fight for financial reasons. Right. For some people it's actually the addiction to um, I wouldn't call it fame, but but being on television, right? And people exactly. Your name and having that um, notoriety, right? Because you develop a fan base, and imagine being on TV for so long, and you have all this like everybody loves you, girl. You slay, Alfie. I love you. I love you. Yeah. I love you. And that kind of dwindles when you're not on television or when you're not in the public eye. Period. Yeah, that is something that some the people want and crave. And so for some people, that could be the the the, the thing for them. They might say, right. well, you know what, maybe I could do this, maybe I could do that. I think that a lot of these girls are smart businesswomen. Right. So so again, if an opportunity we hope so. if an opportunity comes about that, you know, looks good for you, again, yes, you should think about you should think about that. You should okay. think about that. So that's I think a lot of these girls are savvy. Okay. Yeah. I hope so. Right. Phaedra being one of them. Could no, she is a reed queen. And that reed she did. What? Oh, my God. See? When she said you went and spewed in a cup. This man went and spewed in a cup and got $10 just for you to have a baby. That's Phaedra. And Phaedra out here entertaining. So she's going to entertain. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. That is the read of the century. Hey. I ain't gonna hold you. Hey. That is the read of the century. That is her. She is she's great at that. A lot of those girls know exactly what they came for. They know the they know the assignment, understand the assignment, and they're great for it. Right. I listen, I'm a fan of women who can understand once you kind of say, Oh, okay, this is kind of where this is going. Right. Being able to make it work for you is mm -hmm. an art. Absolutely, um, and, and and women like that are able to make things work for them. Right. Well, you know, everybody's gonna have their opinion. The child, some people, no, that doesn't work for her. For her, uh, it works. <laughs> this has been great. I have truly enjoyed this. I want everybody to know that I am now the new plug. If you want to be on uh -uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, plug, you have to bribe me, baby. So okay. She ain't got no power. <laughs> I do. <laughs> this is my friend. You say you're not my friend. Oh shit! Right. We friends, we friends, girl. Come yeah, on. I just bullied her. That's Come what I did. Girl. Just, oh, let me Ooh, not use that word. Her Child. energy oh, no. was no. <laughs> right. <laughs> let me not use that word. No, no. Princess is my new friend. If you're trying to be on Real Housewives of Atlanta, you got to go through me in order to get her. So, you know, mm, it is what it is. No, I have truly enjoyed this. I have truly enjoyed yes, this. Just to know too. where it all comes from, yeah. to see what you're doing now. And Am I different than you thought I'd be? Thought you'd be a little bit more messy, honey. I ain't home. Oh, no. I'm just playing. No, honey. No, I'm just playing. That I'm is, just playing. No. That is the consistent thing about me, though. I People believe it, though. Like, Yo, this girl is dead ass not messy, but I'm still myself. No, so of you course. still, you, you know, hey, you get it or you don't. No, 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 no. I'm no. shy away, but I'm not messy. Honestly, it's not my it's not my brand, so to speak. It's not who I am. Honestly, never. My research on you, it was hard. For the simple fact that you are very closed yeah, off, and I can yeah. tell that you're very closed very off. Private. But at the end of the yeah. day, having this conversation with you, 
You're a wide open book, and yeah. I love every single minute Wild of card. it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So thank you for joining me today. Yeah. Make sure you guys tune into We TV. Bold and bougie. So, Princess, let everybody know where we can find you and then when we need to tune into the show yes. and what network we're tuning okay. into the show on. So, you can find me on, uh, I'm real boring. I'm on Instagram, Producer you Princess. No, you ain't boring. That's just my name, Producer Princess, on Instagram. <laughs> uh, and my real name is Princess, by the way. People ask me that stupid question. Um, and the show is going to be on WeTV. Yes, okay. WeTV. I'm really it. proud of WeTV, by the way. They are... I'm glad to be a part of the WeTV family. Um, WeTV, and it's in February. We don't have an air date, but, okay. you know, All or right. you know it, it'll be February. It'll don't be worry. Like, I'm pretty sure there'll be like in. a little casting party there'll that y'all a, have for a lot of stuff. Launch, launch date, yeah. you know, for the show. I'm looking so we can forward all to see all a viewing party. That's what I'm trying to mm. say. Hosted by me, because if you want to be on Real Housewives of Atlanta <laughs> oh or Bold and Bougie next season, you got to go through me. Yeah, I, I, I said it. I'm done. I'm down for this. Okay. Oh, <laughs> story of my life. No, nah, I appreciate you, though. You're thank welcome. you so much. Thank you. This was fun. <laughs> this was fun, Jazz. It was a long chat, but it was fun now. Right. <laughs>